A few years ago, I managed to pick up a few photography books on a uh, a look around uh, a local car boot sale. It was a bit of a surprise, actually, to find them because, to be brutally honest, usually you don't find anything that that good on the uh, on the local car boot sales. But these were quite rare books. It obviously come from someone's collection somewhere and included a Don McCullen book and there was a photography book about American photographers. But the book that I want to talk about today on the bonus podcast is The Photographic Memory, Press Photography, 12 Insights. It's a book that was produced by the World Press Photo in 1987. And it's... Basically, a series of 12 essays written by photographers at the time. There's a few famous names in there. Don McCullen is probably the most uh, most famous of the lot, but there's Peter Cornice, uh, Raymond Dumoulin. Um, there's a few names that stand out. There's a few that don't, but it is definitely worth uh, a look. And if you have a look on Amazon at the moment, you can pick the book up rather cheap. I will put some links onto the podcast link page where you can find the book on uh, on Amazon but it was the Peter Cornice all of all of the all of the essays were incredibly interesting but the one that i found the most interesting and to a certain extent really opened my eyes it was Peter Cornice's um article about conserving disappearing cultures using photography and he looks partially at his own work but he mainly looks at other photographers who did similar sort of work so there's Edward S. Curtis and there's Roman Vishniak who I mentioned last month in the podcast and gave a few bonus links as well now both of these I'd heard of Edward S. Curtis but I hadn't heard of Peter Cornice and I hadn't heard of Roman Vishniak and I found that quite amazing considering that I'd been studying photography and specifically documentary photography for about six years. So it was just amazing that these names had been left off the list because quite honestly um, on a couple of occasions we were asked to uh, profile a photographer, put together a few slides and everything and a bit of their life story and I would have loved to have done Roman Vishnak if I'd have known about him I am absolutely positive that no one else on the course uh, or courses I should say that I was on probably had heard of him but his work is absolutely um, outstanding and I think the fact you know that these cultures are disappearing as well like I said in the last podcast makes them even more fascinating in a way the photographer goes in there. Peter Cornice himself had photographed, um, I believe it was a, a Romanian um, community. Hungarian, Romanian, something like that. Certainly in Eastern Europe. And he'd taken pictures where... Oh, it was Hungary. Um, Hungary, Romania... And Romania, there the the images that are in there. But anyway, the pictures that he'd he'd taken, modern life was sort of encroaching into this village that was in this valley, and it had been isolated for for quite some time. And over the years, and with modern transport and things, it was gradually becoming 
closer and closer to being absorbed into what you would call modern life, getting electricity, you know, uh, modern transport. And a lot of the traditions and things, you know, the fact that the girls would go down to a dance to meet their partner, your future husband, things like that would eventually die out because people would see that there was other alternatives. So it was a fascinating, uh, fascinating read to find out about him. And I mean, he also goes on about W. Eugene Smith's work in a Spanish village from the early 1950s. It's, yeah, it's just a complete eye-opener. And that was just one of the articles in there. The other one that I recently noticed, I didn't notice it when I initially bought the book and read through it, but just, um, just opened my eyes a bit. The final essay, which is by Raymond Dumoulin, talks about technology and photojournalism in the future and it just goes on to say technical progress in just the areas of sensors alone has been astonishing kodak research labs recently announced a 1.4 million pixel sensor which displays 1035 by 1320 resolution lines so we are talking 1987 and they're already starting to talk about the digital camera basically the article is all about how digital photography will will take over and how technology continually refined all aspects of exposure control while motor drives and dozens of other improvements make today's best 35 millimeter cameras miniature marvels of intricate precision and you could even say that now about the modern digital slr they just get better they can shoot video they shoot high quality images um, and they just get better with each release so if you can find a copy of the photographic memory press photography 12 insights then i would wholeheartedly recommend that you do it's an old book now, I suppose, but I think a lot of the uh, articles about the photographers still stand up to the test of time. And even reading about, you know, how a photographer, how uh, um, someone working in photojournalism in the 1980s thinks how future developments will go. It was amazing how accurate um, he was and how... The technology has sort of like moved on, not only digital cameras, but of course the internet itself has revolutionised the way that we consume photography and view photography. So yes, like I say, if you are interested in a copy, they are available on uh, on Amazon and you can pick a copy up quite cheaply. I've seen them as expensive as £10, but you can get them far cheaper than that online if you have a look about.